Um, this time when I was preparing, I could I couldn't choose any other theme. Just this is like looked like I have no choice, and I understood. And I want to speak this topic. Uh, it's about Holy Spirit. Yeah, you see, everyone likes it. <laughs> it's like the anointing. When it comes, it starts. But but when anointing stops, then we need some more. First, let's do something today. Let's go back to the Jesus' times when he was living on this earth, 33 years. But to the last three years, there is a movie called Chosen and a series. Who has seen it? A few, maybe episodes. Um, we don't need uh, our imagination much because everything there is really visual. Uh, wh whoever didn't see that, uh, um, switch on your imagination where Jesus was walking there on earth, alive, doing miracles, eating the bread, the soup, the fish, what else? Uh, vegetables, where he was joking together. Uh, how do you know where uh, uh, humor came from God or from where? Definitely from God. Humor is such a good, healthy thing. I'm not talking about black humor. Everything, music and dance came, all the art came from God. But the sin does uh, change the view of it. Of course, it changes. Uh, the sin damages everything. But all good things really came from God. And Jesus was uh, joking with them. He was walking with them uh, and sleeping. Of course, he was um, he was uh, discovering things, he, making decisions, teaching. He was disciplining. He was just living his life. It was real life of people with God who was walking on this earth. And Really, it's so good that God showed what does it look like these three years when Jesus was here. He was demonstrating what is it like to live with God on this earth. And everything was written so all the people could see all these facts, how it looked like walking with God. And he showed us example how, how it looks like life with God on earth. Yes? It's alive, it's organic, it's natural, it's really earthly, it's very simple and not simple at the same time. But God was with a human being and walking on the same ground, like a God in a person. And at the same time, people who, who said they know God, they lived as well, who say that the they know God, they talked about God a lot, they teach about God a lot. All the same time, three years, uh, three years of Jesus' life, the last ones. And at the same time, these people lived who knew about God. They mm, were very educated, a lot of knowledge about God, about God. And they also walked on earth at this, the same time, mm, uh, next to God and talk, uh, talked about God. 
these people were called Pharisees. You know, it was there were Jesus' disciples and Pharisees. So some of them were working with God, some of them um, on the side of God. And in the end, there were these people who crucified the God himself. Uh, God was standing in front of them and they never knew him, no matter how much they knew about him. And all this question for all this question for all of us, is there any different today? Is there any um, different uh, from when it was back then? No, no, and I agree, no. I'll read few uh, scripture verses like a confirmation, but Jesus, when he was when he was already walking to the cross and he was saying that he is going to his father, he guaranteed to all his disciples, do not be afraid, do not be stressed. I know that you will not understand now, but nothing is really changes. I'm going to my father, but I will send you from my father, different person, Holy Spirit, and it will be much better to you because now, Peter, if I go to your house, I cannot be with you, John. I have to come another time. But when the Holy Spirit comes, Holy Spirit will be everywhere at the same time with you, Luke, with you, John, with you, Peter, at the same time with everyone. Inside of you and with you, a person, the same like I was walking with you, Holy Spirit will be walking with you. You will not see uh, it physically, like you can see me, Jesus said, it's not a problem. Physically to see is even harder to believe sometimes and move in life really, like God wants us, because we are really limited with all things in this world. But he says, you will then see me with the eyes of your heart, and that nothing will destroy this. And he says, nothing will change. Just have faith and peace. I'm not sure who, what disciples fought back then because they they had him next to them and could touch him, but we cannot touch him and we never saw him alive. But we could touch him not physically. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see now. John. Five. John five forty one forty. No, sorry, a, a, a wrong place. John fourteen sixteen twenty, and then John fourteen twenty two twenty seven. Can I read now? John fourteen sixteen twenty, and I will pray the Father, and He will give you another Helper, that He may abide with you forever, the Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive, because. Mm, it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells in you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you a little while longer, and the world will see me no more. But you will see me, because I live, you will live also. At that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Now 22nd John 14. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, 
How is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words, and the word which you hear in is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, but maybe say it loud, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in me, in my name, He will teach you all things, say it out loud, He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I have to, do I give to you. Let no your hearts be troubled, neither let it be afraid. This is what Jesus said. It's not what I said. And you know what he said. You wait for that uh, promise. He was still walking 40 days after resurrection uh, with them. And he says, wait for this promise for the Holy Spirit to come, because nothing will start without that promise, without the Holy Spirit. And I know, Peter, that you want to protect me, that you want to be faithful to me. But, Peter, you will not be that rock unless the Holy Spirit comes. When, when the Holy Spirit comes, only then you can be a rock. Until then, you are just like a flower in the wind. Without Holy Spirit, you will not move like you can move with. The Bible says, without me, you cannot do anything. And John 15 says about this, about olive tree and about the branches. So if you are not on that olive tree as a branch, uh, without a Holy Spirit, you cannot do anything. If you are desperately uh, addicted to my presence, to my leading, then you will see the power, then you will do miracles even bigger than I did. But the main thing is the Holy Spirit like it was Jesus then, now is focus on the Holy Spirit. I have the person inside of me living in me. And if I'm ignoring, if I'm ignoring the Holy Spirit, it doesn't matter if you know all the scripture. It will not be enough. That is just they knew all the scriptures. And all the scriptures actually are focused on Jesus, showing straight to Jesus. And you remember when Jesus read the prophet's words of the scripture about the Messiah. He said, hey guys, I'm here. And everyone was so angry that he's calling him a Messiah. So it doesn't matter if you know Bible. We need God to understand the Bible, to walk in that word and to see the life and resurrection. We are in in must to cling to Holy Spirit like they were running after Jesus. If he went to Galilee, away went to Galilee. If he stopped in Jerusalem, they stopped in Jerusalem. Everything they needed it was in him. Yeah, all the focus was on him. It was li they were listening, they were learning, they were hearing. They just needed to see him. Where is he going? Let's go there quick. He was a leader. He, he was followed. They were going not because of his miracles, but they saw something more which they cannot live without. Jesus was for him such a wonderful person, such an admirable person. 
It's not just a good friend. They looked at him and they saw something very deep. Have you ever had a friend which was a wonderful person, just himself? And you were like appreciating this friendship so much. Um, and not because uh, they can give something to you, but you are like always missing this person because just as as example, that's what they saw in him. Something, wow, they wanted always to be with him, just to sit with him they wanted. Just maybe just five minutes to sit next to him. And his friend says, yes, yes, of course, sit, sit. And you're like, uh, you just want to be there. You just want to be there. It was not like their needs, uh, you know, miracles. Of course, God did that. But they had that um, relationship. They were valuing that person. That being of this person was the most precious thing they could ever have. And when Jesus started to talk about resurrection and they knew that they will lose him and that they, he's not going to reign, but they understood that he, they will just lose him, and they were so sad. And Jesus says, I know you're sad. I know you're very cling to me, and this is so good. But the format's going to change. I will be here. God will be here. I'm preparing you for the for the another world, uh, for heaven. And you have to exercise your inner person, your uh, spiritual person, that you would understand, you would grasp, you would judge, uh, that a church has this power to judge. So, for example, to understand the situation and we be able to judge it fairly. And he says, I have to teach you, I have to prepare you to walk in this world as a spiritual beings. And we remember Jesus said the Holy Spirit will come, and that Holy Spirit did came, the promise came through, and these 120 people, they were really scared. But then the Holy Spirit came down and they had this power and this freedom and this uh, boldness, which uh, they said doesn't matter what will happen. We're just going to go and preach the gospel. This, this, They were like empowered from God himself. And every single one of them were like became so powerful. Peter was, uh, Peter was really like a, a extrovert. He was always, you know, seeable person. But the rest, one hundred nineteen, they were filled this with the same spirit, but they had different gifts, obviously, different spiritual gift, uh, and then uh, they walked in different styles. But they all had this boldness, this peace, this power. Imagine. You live in those days, anyone can come now and just arrest you for life and just arrest you and put you in jail or just kill you. You know, that's how it was back then because they were just believers. And some countries are like that. And it will be again and again will be. And imagine, and I'm thinking, okay, sometimes we lose our jobs or something happens and it's not fair and we just stop uh, stop living, you know, because depression comes and we cannot live anymore because we lost job. But I'm like thinking, it's something is wrong. Something is wrong. Holy Spirit, you know, they were so strongly led by it. And the Holy Spirit is the same, is living in us. And it's the same power, is the same boldness. 
some moments are when something changes in us when we start in spirit we will not we are not ending up in spirit and actions our attitude will change because we lost and uh, our our look at god will to christianity will change what change and if you are, you today you are just listening about god and trying to understand god and then i want to tell you straight away a very sad truth you will not know him or understand him first you have to reconcile with god through jesus's um cross and only then you can be filled with holy spirit you have to come to this uh, reconciliation first and then when you are born again the holy spirit will um come down to you and start living in you even uh, this spirit if you don't have holy spirit inside of you you are not his it says you're not child of god you can know much about god you can read a lot about god you can go to many churches where they speak about god you can even serve for god but if holy spirit is not living inside of you you will not know him you will not have um works of the power which uh, his disciples had back then so the same as jesus was doing miracles uh, back then he gives peace he gives joy he was there with them and he they were very strong in him uh with him they felt like a lion is walking uh, next to them and 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 you know they were scared without, without him but when lion is near uh, the, it's like hyenas with a lion they feel feel very safe they don't attack you first but if a lion is a, as a leader you know they then follow but we are strong when we are one with holy spirit john 16 let's read again john 16 7 to 14 nevertheless uh, seventh oh, yeah nevertheless i tell you then the truth it is to your advantage mm -hmm. nevertheless i tell you the truth it is to your advantage just say to your advantage to my advantage i was thinking once Oh, good, you know, disciples were walking with Jesus. And I think it would be so simple, he would just be here. But actually, no, Bible says, it is to your advantage that I go away, he says. Nothing has changed. They saw him, but it was not uh, simple. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin. It's not our job to convict the world of sin. Let's do. It's not my. It's not my job to say you're gonna go to hell or something, because he will convict. It says. God will do it. It's not our burden and of righteousness and of judgment. He will convict of righteousness of sin and of judgment of sin 
because they do not believe in me, of righteousness, because I go to my Father, and you see me no more, of judgment, because he ruler, the ruler of this world is judged. I will have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. And let's just look. However, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth and you will be able to do more. If now I won't tell you something because your spiritual person is not developed to catch it. Now you only understand what you can see. But when the Holy Spirit comes, your, your spirit will expand. You will understand more than now, much more than now. And the Holy Spirit will mm, will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take off what is mine and declare it to you. So when the Holy Spirit comes, it will not change the truth of God's word. And not add some books <coughs> like Mormons, they do it, and, and Jehovah's witnessed it. Holy Spirit will not do that. Holy Spirit will confirm what I've, I've already said, and Holy Spirit will lead you to those and to this understanding. The Holy Spirit will stand in in the truth of the Bible. When you're gonna read that book with Holy Spirit's help, you will hear God Himself talking to you. You will start understand, start understand spiritual things. Without Holy Spirit, without Holy Spirit, this book is just uh, in so many ways explained. It's like uh, a tool to to a devil, just to destroy God's um, God's picture and show what he is not. Remember when the devil um, spoke to Jesus? He was not using any like poems or any <laughs> examples, but he was using the word of God, and he was showing Jesus a word of God. There was no spirit, no Holy Spirit. There was no heart. There was no love. It was just pure word, but nothing else. So you can take God's word and use it and abuse it. And building your own kingdom, your own doctrines, your your uh, own uh, your own buildings, like, and you will uh, be responsible for it. But when the Holy Spirit comes, we are really looking at the Bible very responsible. Whenever you open the Bible, doesn't matter how many times. With me, inside of me, there is an author, author of this book. Uh, is it, isn't it wise to talk to him and say, Oh God, I wonder what did you mean by writing these words in the Bible? It's not just reading it. Of course, it's not going to be worse uh, when you read it without Holy Spirit. But it's just so different. Or when you sit at the book and you know that the Holy Spirit created that book, wrote that book, and then I sit with the book and just saying, God, just speak. Just speak. Nobody taught me that, but I uh, I met Jesus alone in my room, and I heard him. 
and I had him like I mean I had these thoughts which I never had before I found the Bible New Testament and I would open it and I would think God speak to me tell me everything maybe one day would pass with situations I would wait for that evening and wait for that day when I would um, get an explanation from God and God would explain to me through the verses through things I understand it depends but you are there you're reading and you think I don't understand that book but there is one who does and he will tell me everything it's a big difference a very big difference uh, Bible and Holy Spirit in you have to go together only Holy Spirit can explain the Word of God if you don't have the Holy Spirit you will not understand the world and you will explain things which is not true um, because the word without the Holy Spirit it's a killing killing uh, tool because there is no God in that we can justify ourselves our sin with the word of God because there is nothing good in a person himself we are all rotten inside we are all lost we are all sinners and we are all selfish and with our own uh, pride and if we like if we would sit to that book like that as we are that's why the destruction comes I I'm telling you uh, God says Holy Spirit will lead you like I led you and if you will read the Bible till the end till the end of your days with Holy Spirit you will never be bored with the book you will never be um, uh, in need of some uh, explanation and we can come back to this uh, tree life uh, the, sorry this living tree every day 10 times of the day but of course personalities are different Beavers, you know, they they want details. You know these personality types of animals. Beavers like, let's do it, let's do it. What are we gonna do? Uh, tell me the details. This is like personality type of a beaver. Lions are, where are we gonna go? Let's just go quickly. Go. This is a lion, like very confident. No details needed. Let's just go. Let's go to that destination. We have to go there. And uh, uh, golden retrievers, these little uh, like doggy type, they are crying in the corner and like they don't understand. Everyone is just, oh my goodness, what's going on? I'm just crying. <laughs> mm -hmm. And the golden retriever has this now, hearts falling from the sky um, as a comfort, comforting them because they need comfort all the time. And re really, we are acting from our personality type, from our um, insecurities, from from all the soul things. But we are created like gods uh, in a way because we can have power. We uh, we can uh, declare we are like strong beings. But that strong being has to be led by Holy Spirit. Only then it will be good. If you're going to separate, it will be very bad. And we all tried that. We already know uh, how it's ending. Which, uh, which of your wives uh, wanted to control your husbands? How was it? Did you control them? 
Uh, yes, yes, he's sitting here, look, uh, he's sitting next to me or something like that. But we know that when we are starting to rule from ourselves, we don't have life in it because life comes from the tree of life, Alpha and Omega. And in our case, it's a Holy Spirit which leads us, which shows us, so we have to cling to that tree. If I'm not going to cling, I will cling to, for example, Vilma Pasta. Uh, and I will be tired from myself because I'm so tired from myself. I'm so tired. And I don't want to cling to Vilma. I want to cling to Holy Spirit and and just let me lead you. Then my then me doesn't con kind of get in the way because it's led by Holy Spirit. But we have to be very humble and to understand that we will not go far without the Holy Spirit. And our inner uh, spiritual being really sees Holy Spirit, hears Holy Spirit, feels Holy Spirit, understands Holy Spirit. Maybe not always we want to, because so many places we'll have to change, we'll have to be humble and so on. But if we are really appreciating Holy Spirit as Jesus did, as Father did, my dear, you will go where God will lead you, or you will see God's power, you will see His presence like nobody else saw yet. He wants you to glorify Him in the Spirit and the truth. So you are dependent on Holy Spirit. There is no other truth in this world. Only the truth of Spirit of Truth. Only when you cling to the Spirit of Truth, you will understand the truth. But if you're going to uh, separate from the Spirit, you will have your own truth. But when you are humble and you are open, for example, you had an argument with your husband or your friend or someone else argument, disagreement. And that's when if you decide to not stay with Holy Spirit, the war will start. It's not cold war. It's going to be a bloody war and a, a nuclear war. If you're not going to cling to Holy Spirit, you will be just destroyed. But if that sadness and that uh, disagreement, you will just bow down and say, Holy Spirit, what should I do? What's going on? What is the truth? What's going on? Tell me the truth. Have you ever tried this? And God is just coming to you. Just just explain. Just look here. It's your fault. Go and say sorry. And I'm like, of course it's me. I knew God. Nobody is, uh, uh, nobody's fault. It is just me and me. And I have to say sorry again. Have you ha have you ever been in that place? I'm now saying oh, I'm not gonna ask. I know it's my fault. Because God is interested in your freedom, and we are full of our understandings, our um, illusions. Is it only me? Of course, I know how other people ha have to um, treat me, that everything would be good. Every book says that, you know, they have to change. So if they don't change, you know. But when you cling to Holy Spirit and ask God, He usually says, oh, um, let's hear what He says. Do, don't you think God will speak to your husband or to your friend? Of course He will. He cares about everyone, but he will only tell you 
how he can tell. And if he, you want to hear him, get out of the way. And the only thing, the only way you can get out of the way is to cling to Holy Spirit. I know I can say many sermons from myself, but then I come come to him and say, Holy Spirit, speak from me. Uh, please uh, speak over me so I will not speak, but you would uh, use me. When we are in the way, we are getting in trouble, and we know how it all ends. Apparently, when we you know deal with everything, and then all the ideas... Uh, are gone and everything is just bad and then we say oh help me jesus and god says of course i'll get i'll help you whatever you cannot do i can and as before now as well pharisees and disciples they were very different just few things symptoms i'll show you disciples to be Jesus' disciple first, you have to be real. You have to be a real person. That's enough. Just touch yourself. Are you real? Real? Physically, yes, real. And then real, like that's what it is. I don't have to, you know, make it nice or make it smell nice or look nice. I am how I am. Whatever I feel today, I feel. Just be real. Pharisees. On the other side, they needed to be perfect, just perfect. You cannot just be a person, a real person. Are you kidding me? You have to be perfect. In reality, perfect does not exist. Who will say what is exist? Nobody will reach that. It's like eternity. Where does it end? This perfect thing, whatever. And second moment. Just open your heart. To be a Christian, you have to open your heart and your life to Jesus, trusting in Him and living with Him. Just open your heart and understand He is with me. I trust Him. He's for me. And I want to live with Him. And He will lead me, of course. I want to live with Him. I'm opening my heart. I'm not hiding anything. I'm not hiding anything anymore. Everything what's mine, you are allowed. All the rooms I open, dark rooms, dirty rooms, messy rooms, where I'm succeeding, where I don't succeed, and I'm not afraid of God. He is for me, and I am trusting in Him. He will help me deal with everything I have to deal with. And for Pharisees, what is important? To do all these um, traditions, things... Uh, um, all these uh, rules they need to just obey. And if we want to read, we will find it Old Testament, New Testament. And you have to, you have to remember so many rituals, uh, so many details to be apparently perfect. And for them, it's so important. It's very valuable for them just to do the right thing with no mistakes, no mistakes allowed. And the third thing. But Jesus' disciples is very important to act from disobedience to Holy Spirit. Just be humble and let to be led by Holy Spirit and do only things that Holy Spirit tells you. 
you're just opening, coming real, opening your heart, understanding that you cannot really go anywhere far without God. He will not, you know, judge you. He will not uh, condemn you. And you making a decision, I will lead, uh, I will follow what I believe. I will follow where I, what I read. And I learn from Him, from Holy Spirit. I will follow where He, uh, he Holy Spirit, will lead. Pharisees, they, uh, they are okay with the Ten Commandments, for example. The most important for them is Shabbat. Uh, like, don't lie, don't kill as well, but Shabbat is like, very important for them. Mm -hmm. They mm, they want to look like they are doing it, but then they uh, they put the Shabbat in the first place, and that's kind of cover covering the rest, like the outward, uh, uh, yeah, outward vision. Everything is okay with commandments, but the, when Holy Spirit came. Holy Spirit just uh, just let us live it. For example, Moses said, uh, do not look at a, a different woman. Uh, for example. But actually, Jesus said, if you look with a desire, with fleshly desire to a different woman, and you already think about that, that's where you already sin. So when Holy Spirit came into you, not only Ten Commandments, Moses' Ten Commandments starts living in you, but the Holy God with His purity, with His holiness starts living in you. And when He le is leading you, He will never put you on something you cannot survive. For example, look how bad you are. He will not open everything. He will open for you little by little who you are so you can handle it with Him. Like, for example, he tells you, maybe stop speaking about other people negatively when they are not with you. Just stop. Uh, your tongue is hurting after. And the Holy Spirit says, you have to stop it. And you're, for example, you're talking about someone and you feel inside. Something is like, you know, knocking, knocking. And then slowly you feel sick, and the Holy Spirit lets you know you have to stop. How long can you do it? And when you come back home, you feel like you're so dirty, you want to brush your teeth. It's not working, and you're like, God, so sorry. Uh, forgive me. And where, that's where God is working. He will set you free slowly and slow, sl step by step, slowly. He will, he will tell you, for example, to eat broccoli. And you will look good, or for example, you know you're gonna humili humiliate someone, and then you look better. But this is not true. You are amazing, and he is amazing. You don't need to look better to be amazing. And you will understand inside because you want to obey. You want to obey to to the one who lives in you, who died for you. Uh, who did everything he could out of respect you will do anything jesus you will just say anything jesus anything you want i will not uh, feel like i am you know no more or i'm better set me free from that 
from that, uh, you know, like rubbish inside, and I will decide, for example, I will not speak about others negatively. I just will decide inside because of his, because he is helping. I will not speak about other people. No gossip. And you're like sitting there, no gossip, and you're suffering because you said no gossip. And others are talking and talking, and you're suffering, and you're like, oh, you see how they're doing, and I'm so good now. I'm not doing that anymore. A few weeks already, today as well, yesterday as well, and they are judging, you see. And they're talking about others. Mm, and I'm good. I'm not gossiping two days already or two weeks, doesn't matter. I'm very clean now, and they are not. And, you know, you're like kind of praising yourself. And this is a sign of being a Pharisee. You know, I'm, I can do it. I'm like that. I'm like this and they are not. And I will make the law work. So you know how long you will go. few weeks, three weeks. If you're strong, will four weeks. Okay, five. And then one day suddenly... <laughs> Enough is enough. Everyone is just so bad in this world. Everyone sit down. Now I'm going to tell you what I think. Five weeks I'm holding it. And now I'm going to explain how he lives, how he does. And this one is a sinner as well. And in this church, everyone's just a hypocrite. And we all have tried this. You will not do... Not, not do uh, ten commandments of Moses on your own. It's not possible. Only Holy Spirit in you and me can do it. It's that dynamite. It's that power which just blows, um, destroys the sin basically. Because Pharisees are coming and saying, "Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. You cannot do that." Let's not teach our children like that. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's like a law of Pharisees. Just don't do anything. And God says, do this and do that, and you will not do stupid things. He will tell you what to do, so you will not do nonsense. When you will follow Holy Spirit, you will not have space for sin, because God will tell you so many things to do. God doesn't say, don't do, don't do, don't do, don't. No eat what you need to eat and you will not eat what you don't need to eat don't eat don't eat sweets don't 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 wisdom is alternative for example if you stop eating sweets you find good food you you find healthy food and then you stop uh, and when you stop eating rubbish food and god when he comes he says do this and do that and you, Vilma, you say you respect your husband. So learn from me. Or you say you love your wife. Learn from me. I'll tell you what to do. I'll tell you how to love your wife, how to respect your husband. Yes, sometimes it will be very hard, very illogical, will not make sense. But we're talking about obedience. If you're saying you want to follow me, stop going on your logics and your understandings. Just let go. Just follow me, listen to me. And the last thing uh, disciples and Pharisees has, have not in common. The disciples were ready to do anything 
not to lose his presence. They loved him and they never wanted to leave his presence. And we have Holy Spirit and we ignore Holy Spirit speaking. Uh, that voice starts dimming, uh, muting. And if we listen to Holy Spirit, slowly we experience him. And I'm not doing it because I want to be right or want to stop gossiping, but I really appreciate um, your presence, your commands, and then I'm so close to you. This is so precious, so much joy. And when, so, when sometimes you hear him talking, for example, he says, call her, call him, and you decided to cook dinner. But then you hear something, call her or call him. And you're like so busy, I'll, I can't. But suddenly you, you say, okay, I will call. I feel the prompting, I'll do it. And then you spoke to that person and then you experience this joy, you don't understand. Because his will comes through in your life if you listen to him. That presence is stronger through obedience, through listening. And we can go very deep with him. And of course, it will be freedom will come as um, adding to all this. And Pharisees, they always valued uh, what people think more than God, because that's how they looked very good. They uh, they were sitting uh, in the first rows, like everybody would see how perfect they are with this intention, you know. So everyone could see you are in front, not in, in the um, last row. Because they really appreciate what few people thought about them and their appearance. How do I look? And they did everything for this reputation. And disciples of Jesus, very opposite. And everyone was laughing from them. like They calling him like... Um, some cult and you look uh, they're following this crazy man Jesus you know and they didn't care they just wanted to be near him just wanted to sit near him for five minutes can I just sit next to you for a little more they are valuing him himself as a person Jesus and in our case Holy Spirit when you know he is here he is example I'm not sure, but yeah, example. Because I, uh, it's it's for women more because I don't have anything for men. Oh, sorry, or opposite. When I'm thinking about Holy Spirit, I'm thinking about the woman who is pregnant. Uh, you know, men who never delivered or women who never delivered. And imagine you are pregnant with this you are pregnant with with a baby and since you know it you are very aware aware what's going on inside so, uh, women change change their life like they stopped stop eating bad things stop drinking bad things because of that presence inside of you that pregnancy and it's like very uh, good imitation like your spirit lives, spirit, his spirit lives in you. It's something like that when you don't live alone. Your spirit, God's spirit lives in you, who shows me, who speaks to me. 
and I will do it because of love for for him who lives in me. Doesn't matter what will people think of me, but I will follow you. I will obey you because this is so precious, your presence. You are the most important what is given. When Jesus speaks about Holy Spirit, he says, you have no idea how precious it's for me. And I'm giving this to you. I'm giving this to you. Always uh, appreciate Holy Spirit. And today, I'm not speak about that because it's going to be too much. Speak about the uh, um, gifts of the Holy Spirit, the power of Holy Spirit, which we do need and we do have. Staying in His presence, we will see gifts of the Spirit, we'll see the power, we'll see the fruits of our faith. Please uh, come worship group, I'll uh, stop now. <laughs>